Today's daf is Babakam and daf Pei Zayin. We are holding on daf Pei Vavam Beis. We got to the two dots on Pei Vavam Beis, about 12 lines before the end of the page. The Gemara is going to discuss first the Machlokas, whether a Summa ever pays for Boshas. If a blind person embarrasses somebody else, does he have to pay? And that's going to lead us into an entire discussion about a Summa. We're going to have two versions of Rabbi Yehuda's Shita about a Summa, whether a Summa is Pata from Dine Mominus, or he's actually Pata from all Mitzvahs in the Torah. And that's going to lead us into the famous comment of Rav Yosef, that initially he thought that anyone who says that a summa is part of a mitzvah of the Yom of the Rabbanon, he'd make a big party because here he's a summa and he's volunteering all the mitzvahs. But then he heard about Gadol Mitzvah that it's better for him to be chayiv in mitzvahs. And we could spend a week just on those few lines of the Gemara. We'll see, we won't, but we'll uh, we'll see what we could do. And then the uh, Mishnah is going to discuss a whole bunch of different halachos relating to chavala, both in terms of the difference between an animal being chavel versus a human being being chovel, as well as just a number of uh, encounters that you can have with different types of people and how that changes Dine Chavala. What if you have Dine Chavala and a Cherishat Vakaton, or Cherishat Vakaton does to you, an Isha, an Eved, all these different types of uh, issues. What if there are other Chiyuvim simultaneous to the Chavala? You do a Chavala, but it happens to be Yom Kippurim. You do a Chavala, it happens to be Shabbos. You do a Chavala, the, the victim happens to be a parent. So we're going to have all sorts of uh, discussions like that in the Mishnah. Then the Gemara is going to talk about whether a father has to pay for chavala of bito kitana, and uh, the answer is going to be yes, except for the sheves, except for the time off that she's not able to work because all the work is shaykh to him anyway. And then on Ahmed Bey, the Gemara is going to discuss chavala on other people's children and on your own children, and uh, what exactly uh, the uh, the dinamar in terms of what you have to pay for chavala on children, and it's going to discuss perhaps there's a distinction between those that are somechal shulchanaviv and those that are not so Michal Shulchanav. There are some children that are dependent and some that are independent. And then at the very end of the daf, we're going to have two opinions about how one would pay for a child who doesn't know how to guard money, who doesn't know how to take care of money. So how do you pay if you owe, if you owe a child money? The Gemara has a term that Yasolo Segula. So we're going to have two possibilities of what that means to be Yasolo Segula. And uh, there's also going to be a further machlokas if uh, you, you pay a father for Chavalas Vito Akhtana, for what you do to his young daughter if you injure his young daughter. So let's begin with the Gemara Pevav Ambeza, the two dots, Hamavayesha Sasuma. So the Mishnah had said that if someone is Mevayesh, a blind person, then they are Chayev. And it sounded from the Mishnah, if a blind person embarrasses somebody else, they are also Chayev. It's only when a sleeping person embarrasses somebody else that he's Pater. So says, Our Mishnah seems against Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah says, A Suma never has to pay for Boshas. Rabbi Yudah said, A Suma is not only Pater from Boshas, Assumes pater from going to Golos, from getting Malkus, from being Chayv Mises Beisdin. Suma doesn't have to worry about any of that. My time with Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Gomrei nechay nechay meidim zomin mahasam sumin lo avacha sumin lo beidim zomin. Uses the term ein necha and assumes not included in eidim zomin because assumes not included in eidus for obvious reasons. So meil assumes not included whenever we use the term ein necha. So mechavi Golos. And how do I know that assumes pater from Golos? Titania below Raos. It says below Raos, so that excludes the Summa, meaning below 
Shemaos implies that you killed the person without seeing them, implying that you could have seen them, that you have the ability to see, but you just happen to have not seen this person. But a Summa, who never has the ability to see anybody, is excluded from Golos. Rameir Rabbo says a Summa. Rameir says, no, below Rose is the Rabbo says a Summa. That it sounds like uh, you don't see them, so you're still going to be Chayav Golos, and the Summa also doesn't see. My time with Rabbi Yehuda, where does Rabbi Yehuda get the idea that it's to exclude a Summa? The Pasuk, when it's just Stam is talking about someone going to chop wood in a forest, where he sets up the scene, where he accidentally kills somebody, sounds like he could be talking about anybody. He could even be talking about a blind person. But then, that extra phrase, tells me not to think what I otherwise would have thought. So I otherwise would have thought a blind person is included. Comes Blorous and says, no, blind person is not included. Rameir would say that says below Raos that's mute number one and then it says Bivlidas that's mute number two and whenever you have a double mute meaning I acknowledge Rameir says that had you had the simple Pasuk I would have included a Summa and that the next mute should exclude a Summa but it's not just the next mute there are two miutim so the, the second mute is then going to reintroduce the Summa to the Parsha so it's the Rabos that comes to include the Summa. Tulsus asks the obvious question that if the simple reading of the Parsha is to include a Summa, and uh, Rameir is saying, so two miyutim come to re- reintroduce the Summa, why do you need the two miyutim? Just say the regular reading. He says you can say the same Kasha whenever we have that uh, don't have the, the two Reboys, and you'll know on your own to. Uh, to be mimaid. So Mitzvah Eisen says in the name of Adaris that by Eimi Rachamid al-Rabos the second miyut is not completely oker the first miyut it's marbiktsas but there's always still some remnant of the first miyut meaning it's always coming to exclude to exclude something over over here. So even though it's coming to exclude a summa and then we're coming to reintroduce a summa that first miyut must be coming to, to exclude something. It's just not clear what exactly it's coming to exclude over here, but that's how uh, that, 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 that's how, how he quotes from the Adar Salio. In the Sefer Kola Ramaz he answers tells us Kasha based on Ramban and Makos, that a mayor holds that Mitzad Svarab Shuta we would have excluded a Summa because he's honest what's he supposed to do? He can't see, so how's he supposed to be more careful that he's not going to hit anybody, that he's not going to kill anybody? It's only because the Torah is Mimayit Summa twice and Ein Mir Achar El Rabos that we say a Summa is, is actually included. So without the Pesukim we would have said a Summa is not it's only that were marbasuma in the uh, in the first place. It's a difficult reading the Gemara though, because the Gemara sounded like had we just had the initial pasuk without the miyutim, we would have included a summa. So it doesn't really solve the problem that min hasvara I would have excluded a summa. Yeah, but min hapasuk I would have included the summa until you had the miyut. So why do I need the miyut? Just introduce the original pasuk. So not so clear. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi. Yehuda would say, "How bivlidas dasa." Bivlidas is not a second miut coming to do the same thing. It's a miut that te- that teaches a totally separate halacha, and that is that if you have kavana, then you're not going to go to galus. If you have kavana to kill, you're not going to go to galus. How does Rabbi know that summa is part of misas beizdin? He learns that Rotseach Rotseach from Chayavigalios. Chayavigalios. How does he know he's part of Malchus? As Asya Rasha 
Russia, Mechayavim Yisus Pesin. He has a Gzair Shava, Russia, Russia, from Chayavim Yisus Pesin. Tosos, over here in the long Tosos, Dibra Maskal Chayavim, quotes the Gemara Sanhedrin that discusses why Rabbi Yishmael requires a basin of Chav Gimel for Chayav Malkus. Abaye says we derive from Russia, Russia, and Rava says Malkus is Tachas Misa Omedesa. Malkus is like a partial Misa, so the same kind of basin you need for Misa, a basin of Chav Gimel, you're also going to need for Malkus. So Tos says that you can't say that Rava holds that we ignore Russia, Russia, that there is no Gzereshava of Russia, Russia. Rather, what he's saying is there is such a Gzereshava, we're just not applying it over here because you don't need it over here. Because because anyway, Malkus is Tachas Misa Omedas. So uh, the Mimela, whatever didim you have by Misa, you have by Malkus. But the Gzer Shava of Russia, Russia, uh, Rava does hold. And therefore, in Arasugya, Rava could learn with this Gzer Shava that there's no Chiv Malkus by a, uh, by a Suma. So, uh, I mean, it says that our, our Sugya could be going like Rava as well. It's not that there's a Machlokas whether the Gzer Shava exists. There's a Machlokas how broadly to apply the Gzer Shava. But the Pnei Shua asked the obvious Kasha. Why does Rav need the Gzer Shava over here? Why don't you just say that you're, the Suma is Pater from Malkus because Malkus is a quasi-Misa, meaning the same way that Rav said over there, that you need a basin of Chav Gimel for Malkus because Malkus is considered a quasi-Misa so why do you need Gzer Shav over here? Say that if a Suma is Pater from Misa, Malkus is a quasi-Misa, Mimele is Pater from, uh, from, from, from Malkus as well. So maybe a Suma, the, the, when it comes to a Suma, the, the din of Malkus Tachas Misa Omedas is not as obvious. Maybe for some reason, this application of Malkus Tachas Misa Omedas is not as obvious. Then, then Tosus points out, Lechor, there's a Raya that Rava disagrees with the limit of Russia, Russia. Because there's another Gemara in Ksub Islam and Hay, where we darshan chayavim malkios kechayavim isos, that just like chayavim isos are in a mesimum mishalm, because of kamle bedrabminei, you only get one of the two punishments, so too, someone who gets malkus is not going to have to pay money because of kamle bedrabminei. And there's machlokas over there, Abay and Rava, how we know that? How we know that just because someone who gets misa doesn't get um, a monetary payment, so to someone who gets malkus won't have to pay a money, monetary payment. And over there the Gemara says, well, Abaye learns it from Russia, Russia. And Rava doesn't. Rava needs another Gzera Shava. Maka, maka. Now, if, if Rava, in fact, held the Gzera Shava in general of Russia, Russia, why does he hesitate to use it in Ksubastaf Lamed Hay? So Tos suggests that Rava holds that you can learn the Gzera Shava only for things that are Shaykh to the Guf Hamalkus. Vayim bin Akosa Russia is about the Guf Hamalkus. And therefore, you can't use this Gzera Shava to Pater for Mamon, which has nothing really to do with the Malkus. It's just a side effect. It's that now that you're getting Malkus, you can be part from a moment, but what, what we actually learn about Malkus from the Gzera Shava, that, uh, that Asuma is part of a Malkus, that's about Malkus itself, that Rava is Moda, that you actually learn from the, uh, the Gzera Shava itself. Okay, so says the Gemara further now. Tanyi Idach. Rebidu says Asuma doesn't have any Boshes, and Rebidu Patras Asuma from all Dinim Shabatora. Dinim meaning Dinim Mamanis. My time is Rebidu. I'm a Prophet Shaftu Eida, Bena Mako, Ben Gol Adam, Al Mishpat Meila. Kol sheyeshno b'makov v'gol adam yeshno b'mishpatim. Anyone who's included in the parsha of Maka and the parsha of Gol Adam, where we have to discuss whether he's going to Golus, so then he's going to be included in mishpatim in dinim ominous in general. Kol sheino b'makov v'gol adam eino b'mishpatim. But anyone who's not in the parsha of Gol Adam is not b'mishpatim. So Mela Suma has no dinim ominous in the Torah. If you look at Tos, Tos says Tehema Yimkain Mayir Depatr Rabida B'Boshes Lael V'Lamelik Zerushav Dei Necha Necha. Why then did we need a special? to exclude a Suma 
from Boshas payments, if Asumas Pater, from all Dine Mominus payments. Why do I need a Necha, a Necha that we just learned to exclude Asuma from Boshas? Two answers. Venir Lurisha, Basov Chazabar Rabbi Yuda, Masha Yipotrim Boshas, Levad Kishamatsa, Drasha, Lipotrim, Misa Vagalos. He says, Enochinami, Rabbi Yuda changed his mind from uh, pottering him from only Boshas, and now says we potter him from all Dine Mominus. So that, that Drasha that we just learned at the beginning is not really uh, the, the Maskana Sagamari. Inami, Ila. The Golik Zereshavid Enech Lifter Suma have a svar in the Midrash Kabigolus Kreb Meir that one might have included, uh, one might have darshin the the pasuk by Golus differently had we not had a necha um, to uh, to be megalitas to exclude a suma. So it's all this uh, part of the difficult calculus of which drushos educate us about how to make other drushos. So maybe we would not have made the same drasha had it not been for for that. Now we say that a suma spots from all dinim shabatora. Rabbi Yehuda says at the very least, all, all, all dinim in the Torah. Um, we're about to see Tanya Yidach, Rabbi Domer Sumein Lobosh, Shechein, Rabbi Domer Sumein Mitzvos Hamur B'Torah. Not just from all dinim in the Torah, the second version is part of from all mitzvos in the Torah. So, in Chaschinuch Mitzvah Beis, Os Chaf Hei, and in Mitzvah Chavav, Os Yudimel, writes that even though Sumus Patr Mikol HaMitzvos, it, it, it can't be that he's chayiv in less than a Ben Noach. So at the very least, the Summa has to be chayiv in the Shavu Mitzvah Bnei Noach. That, that has to be, because it can't be that, that uh, when we say that he's part from all Mitzvahs, it means whatever was given in Har Sinai. But it can't be that he takes a step back from what a Ben Noach is. So at the very least, he's chayiv in the Shavu Mitzvah Bnei Noach. So the Hechrech of saying that is, because he can't be worse off, he can't be worse than a guy, he can't be less than a guy. Lechora, he's not less than a guy, because when we say he's part of all mitzvahs in the Torah, simple pshad is he's part of all mitzvahs asay Shabbat Torah, but the mitzvahs lo asay, it doesn't assume he's not allowed to go and have himself a cheeseburger, so Meli is already different from a guy than all the mitzvahs lo sase, but we're going to see that that's not so pasha. That's actually a machlokas. Amr of Shisha Brez Ravidi, my time is Rabbi Yudah. Why does Rabbi Yudah think Asumas parts from all mitzvahs in the Torah? Amr Krav, Ve'ela mitzvahs ha'chukim ha'mishpatim. Kol she'eshem ve'mishpatim, yeshem mitzvahs ha'chukim. Anyone is included in mishpatim, and we just darshan that Asumas is not included in mishpatim because he's not included in galus, he's not in the parsha of goel, so Meli is not included in mitzvahs and I'm therefore not commanded in mitzvos. The kavdina mitzvos, and I still do the mitzvos, so it would reflect very well on me if a sumas pater from mitzvos. Because look how much I volunteer. But now that I heard Rabbi Chanina's din, that it's gadol mitzvosa, better to be commanded, and the schar of, of one who is commanded is greater than one who is not commanded. So man diamali ena lach rabbi davini yamatov the rabbanon. If someone were to tell me that the lach is not like rabbi yudin, now I'd make a party for the rabbanon. My time the chima mifkadina is the because I'd rather hear that I'm being that I'm that I'm commanded in the mitzvos and then I would get greater schar for the mitzvos. So a lot to talk about over here. 
the Mishnah Masechus Megillah Daf Chav Dalit says that Rabbi Yehuda Omer calls Shalorah Ma'oros Miyam of Liyirfos Hashemal Lotzi Yisrami Dechavasan. Anyone who doesn't see light cannot be motzi other people in Shema because since he's not Nana from Ar himself, he's Pater from the Brach of Yotzer Ar. So the Yerushalmi says, why do you need a Drasha? He's Pater from Yotzer Ar, and that's why he's not going to be able to be motzi. Asks the Yerushalmi in Megillah and Makos, Rabbi the Pater Susuma from all mitzvahs in the Torah, even if uh, he once was able to see light and now he's blind. So why does Rabbi the say, you know, only someone who's low ra amoros miyamav can't be motzi other people, even if he's low ra amoros now he can't be motzi other people. He's a suma according to Rabbi Yudas. So Yerushalmi says mishlo ra amoros miyamav does not mean a blind person. Unbelievable chiddush of the Yerushalmi. It means someone who's born in a cave and never left. So he's able to see, but he's never seen the Ma'oros. So he can't say Yotzerar. What an Ukimta to make in the Mishnah. That's what we have a whole Mishnah about. For someone who's born in a cave, but somehow got a copy of the Mishnah. Right? Someone who's born in a cave, never left the cave, never seen Ma'oros Miyamav. That's what the Yushalmi, uh, the Yushalmi says. But a Summa? Of course a Summa is part of Mitzvos, uh, like, like Rabbi Yudha says. Tosos uh, in, in, in Dibar Maskel V'chein and in Mesechus Roshan and Daflam Gimel says in Gemara Megillah's Mashman that Rabbi Yudha is talking about a Summa, because the Rabbanon over there disagree with Rabbi Yehuda and say that he can be motzi other people Yidei Chavasan because even though he can't see he's nenem in oros because other people can help him out uh, and, 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 and lead him because they can see they can use the light so apparently according to the Bavli the Machlok Shabbat and the Rabbanon is about a Summa it's not about some guy born in a cave but then the Kasha the Yerushalmi goes back why does Rabbi Yehuda have to say that someone who is blind from birth who's lo- why does the Mishnah have to say that someone who is blind from birth cannot be motzi Someone in Kriyashma, according to Rabbi Yudha, according to Rabbi Yudha, he can't be motzi anyone in Kriyashma anyway. Even if he's blind right now, you don't need to be blind from birth to not be uh, to not be able to motzi others in Kriyashma. So that's why Tosfos Mechadesh, and even according to Rabbi Yudha, that Asumas Pater Mitzvos, that's only Midar Raisa, but Midar Rabbanan Asumas going to be Chayv in Mitzvos. Unlike an Isha whose Pater Mitzvos Seishas Mangrama, both Midar Raisa and Midar Rabbanan, that's because a woman has many other Mitzvos by which she is very clearly made Jewish, but a Summa, if we pater him from all mitzvos, he's going to be like a guy, and we can't have him be like a guy. So mele the rabbanon were mechayiv him in all mitzvos on the rabbanon level. So that's why I need the Mishnah to tell me. But if he's been blind his entire life, he can't be motzi others in kriyashma. A summa who hasn't been blind his whole life could be motzi others in kriyashma, and a summa and all kinds of summas could be motzi others in all other mitzvos, because at least he's chayiv. He's chayiv mit rabbanon, so he could be motzi other people in mitzvos. But if he's been blind his whole life, that's when he can't do it because he's low Ramaras Miyama. But a Gavaldika Khirish, he's only Chayiv Midrabanan, and he's allowed to be Motzi other people, Mida Oraisa. Normally you say that someone who's on a lower level of Khiv is not able to be Motzi someone who's on a higher level of Khiv. So Tulsa says that no no no, he's not allowed to be Motzi other people in Mitzvah Staraisa. Only in Kriyashma. Kriyashma is Drabanan. Wow, that's also quite a Chiddush. That's a major machlokas Rishonim, whether Kriyashma is Daraisa or Drabanan, and how much of it is Daraisa. Most Rishonim assume it's Daraisa. It's just a question of how much. Pasuk Rishon, Parsha Rishon, first two Parshios, maybe all three Parshios are Daraisa. That's a major machlokas Rishonim. The Rambam in the Haktam Kriyashma says Kriyashma is Daraisa. Tosos and Masachas Menachos says Almi Drabanan. So Tosos Lashitasam says, yeah, Asuma could be 
motzi, someone else in Kriyashma, because anyway, Kriyashma is only Midrabanan, the is only Barchiyuva, Midrabanan. The Rashba asks Santosos that Rav Yosef said that Midchila, he would make a, a yomta for anyone who says that the is part of mitzvahs, because look at me, I'm volunteering all these mitzvahs. Tosos, uh, but if Tosos is correct, that Asuma is chayiv in all mitzvahs, Midrabanan, Midrabanan, they're mechayivim in all mitzvahs, what's his yamatava? He's not volunteering anything. All he's getting is a lesser mitzvah. He's getting a mitzvah Midrabanan instead of a mitzvah Doraisa. How would you make a yamatava the Rabbanan for something like that? So the Rashba says you have to say the, a different answer to Tosos' kasha. That even though Asuma is not chayiv mitzvahs at all, but if he's ra'a ma'oros and he already was nene from them and he wants to make a bracha, he could be motzi rabbi yudei chavasan, with his bracha. But someone who's Lora Moros Miyamov, his bracha is not even a kiyuma mitzvah, and therefore he's not able to be Mavarich. But that's also a great chiddush that Rashi was saying that anyone who's Mekayim a mitzvah can be Motziacherim or Chayiv in the mitzvah, even though the guy being Mekayim is not Chayiv at all. What do you do about women? Women are in Mitzvah Shazmangram are Mekayim a mitzvah, they're not Chayiv in the mitzvah, yet they can't be Motzi, someone who's Chayiv in the mitzvah. So that's an, an important Rashba that the Rashba apparently thinks that there is such a construct. Now, Tos saying that a Summa could be Motzi others in Kriyashma because he's only, he's Chayv Midrabanan in all mitzvahs, so he could be Motzi others in Kriyashma who are also only Chayv Midrabanan. Tos says even though a Summa is Chayv Midrabanan, it could be Yotzi Kriyashma Midrabanan, a Katan who's a Gil Chinuch, and is also Chayv Midrabanan, cannot be Motzi Gedolim, even though Kriyashma is only Midrabanan. And he said, but, but he does, the, the explanation of why the difference is not a Abundantly clear. Tulsus and Megillah says because the Summa is better than a Katan because he was Chayiv Minatora before he became blind. Whereas a Katan was never Chayiv Minatora, therefore a Katan cannot be Motsi a Gadol. Tulsus and Megillah Dav Chavdalid writes that a Katan can't be Motsi a Chayiv because he's trade Rabbanan. He's only a Baruch Yuva Midrabanan plus the Mitzvah is only Midrabanan. Uh, Summa is also trade Rabbanan, but at least he's a Bardas, so he's a higher level trade Rabbanan. Also very, uh, very difficult. Maybe what the real answer is, according to those, there's a big machlokas rishonim, what it means that a katan is chayiv midin chinuch. Does it mean the katan is a bar chiyuva mitrabanan? Or that the father has a chiyuv to see to it that the child does the mitzvah? If you say that it's the father that has a chiyuv to see to it, but the katan is not really even a bar chiyuva mitrabanan, then the difference between the summa and the katan is pashut. A summa is a bar chiyuva mitrabanan, according to us, is good, so he could be motziyun kriyashma. A katan it's not even a bar chiyuv midrabanan. He just happens to be. He just happens to be that his father has to make sure that he does the mitzvah. There's also machlokas rishonim when we say review the patzus assume from all mitzvos. Does that include mitzvos losase? The uh, sefer amachria quotes that from the Shita Rabbeinu Yeshaya is that as soon as Pater from Losa says as well. And the Raya is from the fact that Tos says that even according to Rabbi Yehuda that as soon as Pater from Mitzvah he has to be Chayv Midrabanan otherwise he's like a guy. What do you mean otherwise he's like a guy? What about all the Losa says? So it must be that he's, uh, that he's Pater from Losa says as well. Other Rishonim say no. He's, he's obviously Chayv in Losa says. <coughs> he's obviously going to be Chayv in Losa says. And the Raya is that what do we, what's Tosa saying? That he's chayiv in the mitzvahs midrabanan. Why does he have to listen to the rabbis? Why does anyone have to listen to the rabbis? Because there's a pasuk, lo sasur. Well, who said he's chayiv in lo sasur? It must be that he's chayiv in lo sasur, otherwise there's no mechanism by which to obligate a midrabanan in any of the mitzvahs. So it's a pretty, uh, pretty strong raya, unless you're somehow mechalik between lo sasur and every other lav, that lo sasur maybe works on some different level 
than every other love. We should also mention that there is a d- major discussion in Rishonim about this idea of Rabbi Hanina. Why is it better to be commanded in a mitzvah than to not be commanded in a mitzvah? So Tosos and Mesech's Kiddushin explains very simply that someone who is mitzvah has to worry more about doing it. He has more pressure because he has to do it as opposed to something that one volunteers where you don't have to worry about it because there's no pressure. You don't do it, you don't do it. You're playing with the house's money as the expression goes. So it's pas besalo as the Jewish expression goes. So if he wants, he, he could choose not to do it and therefore the lack of pressure means that the, the, from Tsara Agra, and he had no Tsar because he had no pressure, so mainly he's, he's going to get less Tsar. The Ritva, however, Masech's Kedushin quotes two other explanations. One is, he says, the Satan works on you, and something that you're chayiv to do. The Satan doesn't care, he leaves you alone when you're not chayiv to. So the Yetzir Hara to not perform a mitzvah that you're chayiv to do is a much greater Yetzir Hara than to not perform a mitzvah that you're not chayiv to do. So it's overcoming greater Yetzir Hara. And then the Ritva says, what well, probably is the most Pashat Pshat and that is that when God gives mitzvahs, it's not because he somehow benefits from these, from these actions. He gives mitzvahs because the Ratzon Abore is that you do this. And they, why did God command me in Lulav and not my wife in Lulav? Because I don't know why, but for some reason it's more important to the Ribbon Shalom that I take a Lulav than it is that my wife take a Lulav. I can't explain it, but that it's more important to the Ribbon So if, if, how does God reflect what's important to him? By being mitzvah certain people in certain mitzvahs and other people not being mitzvah. So if you're, if you're not mitzvah in a mitzvah, obviously it's not as important that you do it. If it was that important, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have told you to do it. So that's the simplest svara probably for Gadol Mitzvah Vyosa, Yosem Mimi, She'enu Mitzvah Vyosa. Um, the the, uh, the the hashkafic question that uh, that people ask over here is Rav Yosef, what's he partying about? He said, now if people tell me that I'm chayiv in this of the Rabbanon, why? So he explains because isli igratfe. Then I'll get more schar. Is that why you do mitzvahs? Mishim Pirkei says that you should not be Misham Yisharav Almanas Lekabel Pras. You shouldn't be thinking about the reward. You think about Ratzon Abore, and that's it. You don't think about the reward of the uh, of the mitzvahs. Some of the Acharim suggest he was such an anav that he wasn't machzik himself as someone who was doing it. Shalom Naskabel Pras. I don't know. The catch is better than the answer. I think that uh, I don't know if they give the answer with anivos like that. Okay. So new Mishnah. Oh, by the way, I've been the is a source for Sudas Bar Mitzvah, that it's a, that it's a, that it's a Sudas Mitzvah, right? He said, knowing that I'm a Mitzvah Vyosa is Avinu Yom Tov knowing that my Mitzvahs are more meaningful, so that's a source for a Sudas Bar Mitzvah. They bring that as a raya that Yom Tov, Rashi over here says, that Yom Tov or uh, what does Rashi say? Rashi says elsewhere, wherever, uh, wherever this Gemara comes up, that it means that you make a Su'uda for the Rabbanan. So the Medayik, the Achronim and from there, that it doesn't become an actual Yom Tov. It's just the su'uda. So by on, on the the a cut on a, a boy on the boba yom of his bar mitzvah, it's not that it's a yom tov. The su'uda becomes a su'udas mitzvah. But in terms of uh, getting a haircut during the nine days or something like that, you know, taking kulas for the whole day because it's yom. We don't skip tachnun for the for the boy on the boba yom of the bar mitzvah, but as opposed to a chasan where the day itself becomes like a yom tov. For the uh, for the chasen, no, not really the day of. It's really the seven days after. But we, we're making we don't say tachon anyway. But uh, okay, so new mishnah. We were just talking about the chamisha devarim nezek tzar ripoy shavas boshas. That's only when an adam does damage, not by a shor. So this is a chumrah that adam has over a shor. Adam shalim nezek tzar ripoy shavas boshas and shalim dmei vlados. An adam pays all five payments if he damages. 
and he has to pay for the Dmei Vlados if he causes a woman to miscarry. Vishar pays Nezek, but that's it, doesn't have to pay for the Dmei Vlados. If a person hits his parent, but he did not make a mark, so therefore he's not going to be Chayv Misa, or someone where the Chayv is only Malkus, and there is no Chayv Misa, Chayv Bekulen. You're going to have to pay all these monetary payments because even though normally um, when you're chayev a more severe punishment, you only get the more severe punishment, not the less severe punishment. There's a gzeris akasov when you physically assault somebody, even though you should be chayev malkus for that, we were chayev mamon instead of the malkus. That the the kederish mishum that we can only be chayev you in one. Normally, when it's malkus and mamon, we choose malkus. But when it comes to assaulting another person, when it's malkus and mamon, we choose mamon. So you have to pay the money, even though you chayv malkus for what you did in Yom Kippur, for the fact that you did it in Yom Kippur, or you chayv malkus for the fact that it was apparent, but nevertheless, we go with the monetary payment rather than with the malkus. Ha-chovel ivri. If a person is chovel nevet ivri, chayv b'kulon chutzman ha-sheves b'zman If it's your evet ivri, you don't have to pay for the sheves because he's yours and the, you own his work. Ha-chovel bevet kanani shalacherim chayv b'kulon. If you're chovel someone else Else is have a kanani, you got to pay all the payments. Rabbi Domer in lavadim boshes. Rabbi says there is no boshes for an evet. He's in a perpetual state of boshes because his whole status is that of an evet. Cherishot of a katan pigias and ra. Not a good idea to pick a fight with a cherishot of a katan. Chovel behen lechayiv. Whatever you do to them, you're going to be chayiv for. Veim shachovel ba'cherim peturin. Whatever they do to you, they're going to be pater for. And similarly, avid veisha pigias and ra. Not a good idea to pick a fight with an evid or anisha. Chovel behem chayiv. Veim shachovel ba'cherim peturin. You pick a fight with them, you're going to be chayiv. They they hurt you, they're going to be pater. Avon l'sham l'yachazman. However, by the evid and the isha, it's not that they're totally pater. It's just that they don't have any money of their own. So at some point later in their lives, if they ever become independent and they, they ever have their own bank account, then they're going to have to pay you. For example, Nisgar Isha or Nishtachar Evan, Chayav Shalim. Then they're actually going to have to pay. Now, but the, the Rush writes that are that are that are Mazik Pikat Nusam don't even have to pay meaning even though if they ever become independent they will have to pay and we seem to say katan is similar to Avvisha and that it's pigias and ra'a the katan doesn't have that din that he has to pay when he gets when he gets older it's not like an isha shenas garsha because an isha um, is 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 a baronshin and a bar chiyuva. It's just that she doesn't have money. A cherishot of a katan is not a ben onshin at all. So therefore, he's totally pater even uh, even la'achar sheyagil. However, the agos Shri disagrees. He says that a katan who's mazik bekatnuso has to pay when he becomes a gadol. And his raya is from the gemara daflam test. The Rabbi Yosef Rebbechinina said that when chosim in front me, I sum kishayigdalu, and he's mochiach that way from Rashi as well on daftzadiches that there is such a that when the cotton gets older, he's going to have to he's going he's going to have to pay. Um, the Shulchan Aruch passes the halacha that that's not so. But the Mishnah quotes that the, I think the Ramah even says that midas chasidus that it's an appropriate thing to do that a katan should pay, but it's only a din midas chasidus. It's not a din in actual uh, in actual chiv, and therefore we take several kulas. Meaning, let's say he needs to take his time to pay. He wants to. It's more about mechila. It's more about his tshuva process, less about an actual chiv mamon that a katan is not actually chayiv to pay. There's also a discussion. You're going to pay the chamisha devarim. Uh, who, 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 who? What? What, what about? 
but uh, so by, by every sepikias and ra'a, so who do you pay things to? Let's say it's a married woman. So who do you pay? Do you pay things to herself or to her husband? What about repoy? So there's a discussion by each of the different uh, payments. By repoy l'chora, the Rishonim point out there's nothing to be done on. You pay it to the doctor. You don't pay it to the woman, you don't pay it to the husband, you pay it to the doctor. The only question is, if she takes a sama harifa, if she takes a more painful faster working medicine, so it's cheaper, but it caused her more pain. So then it's whatever the din of tsar is. So you pay her her own tsar, so good. So then you'll pay that level of ripoy. Rav Chavan says maybe this is a maramakom on whether you pay when someone who's insured. Meaning the, uh, the case of the Isha is, uh, is she, she needs the ripoy, but the ripoy is, uh, is not costing her, it's costing the doctor. So you pay it straight to the doctor. If you damage someone who has insurance, so it, it, it's, it's damaging them, but ultimately they're not the ones that are losing money. It's the insurance company that's losing money. So maybe you should pay the insurance company and not pay the person that you did the, uh, the damage to. Rabbi Khan goes on to say that maybe you can say the following Chakira. What is the Chiv of Ripoy? Is it a Chiv Mamon that a Chovel is Chayv to pay Ripoy Midin Dini Mamonus? Or it's not a Chiv Mamonus, a Chiv in the Rafua. And the Rafua is, uh, even goes so far as until you have to hire doctors and pay doctors. So he says it could be that. Paying ripoy to the Baal is because chiv ripoy is not a chiv mamon. It's uh, it's a chiv ripoy. So when you, you the chovel gives the dmei ripoy the Baal, he's not chiv mamon. He's chiv to give the mamon so that the Baal will be able to see to it that the rafua happens. But it's not a real chiv mamon. So he says maybe there's a difference in chovel beishas ish and and burning a house that's insured because this idea of chiv ripoy not being a din mamon is only true by ripoy. But yet when you burn someone's house down, that's a din mamon, obviously. So maybe when it's a din mamon. Even if someone else is on the hook, maybe you still pay directly to uh, to them. But he says it would seem that if the guy got paid from the insurance company, then the balei should not should not have to should not have to pay him at all. Uh, meaning, if if then the insurance company shouldn't have to pay him at all, because he says if it, it, it doesn't make sense that he should get a double payment, that he should get paid by the insurance company and then get paid again by the guy who did the damage. So it could be that yeah, the guy who did the damage has to pay the nizik directly, but then the insurance company's off the hook. So one way. Or the other. Okay, Vaitar. Amakav the Imo Vosaben Chabura. If someone hits his parent and makes an, an actual wound, Vachov Bechaver Bishabis, or someone's Chov Bechaver Bishabis, or he's Chav Misa. He doesn't have to pay any money because it's all Misa. Who do you pay when you damage someone else's young daughter? Do we assume that since everything that a girl has when she's a Nara and younger goes to her father, so over here as well because she's devalued. Or maybe the father only has the rights to that to money interests that he himself could do on his own. So if he wanted to give her to a mukashchin, he could do that. So that's why he gets the uh, her devaluation because he's going to get less money for a kiddushin. But maybe for chovel, he can't be chovel's daughter. So mele, he, he has no rights to the. 
Kabbalah. He does not get to make Kabbalah. Only Shvach Nurim. If someone is Chavol Nevedivri, Chayiv Bekul and Chutzman Hashavas Bizman Shul Shalom. It's Chayiv and everything except for the Shabbos when the Evedivri belongs belongs to him. So uh, the, the the point is the reason he's part from Shabbos is because the 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 Maisiyadayim of the Eved belong to the Master and, uh, and and therefore you didn't do anything to to the Eved. You you've only damaged the Master. Well, the same is true by Bito Katana that uh, it should have to pay the father, not the not the daughter, because Maisiyadayim Shalom. I'm Rabbi Moderab B'Shabbos. Yeah, yeah, for Shevis, of course, you pay the father. The question is about the other payments that you pay the daughter. If one damages a Beno Gadol, he pays him right away. If it's a Beno Katan, he makes a Segula, we'll see what that is, some sort of trust fund. If anyone else damages her, they pay the father. So the Gemara is understanding that it sounds like they pay everything to the father. How can you say that you pay the daughter? No, hachanami b'sheves. They pay the sheves to the father, and that's what we in fact concluded that you damage a, a, a young girl, you pay everything to the daughter except for the sheves. That's what goes to the father. Now, no gadol. We discussed the brayso. We said no gadol yitin lomiyad. You pay the kid right away. Or a minu, but I'll ask you a steer from another brayso. Hachov b'banu b'nos of shalacherim. Someone damage gadolim. You damage other people's adult children. Yitin lomiyad. Pay them right away. But if it's your own children, then you're completely potter. So Amri, so so the, the bottom line is that even if you chovel b'bno gadol, you're totally potter. Uh, so in, in your own your own ben gadol, how could we say b'no gadol that yitin lo miyad? So Amri lo cash. It's not a steer at all. If they rely on you for food, you don't have to pay them. But if they don't rely on you for food, they're independent, then you do have to pay them. So so the first price that it says that you do have to pay them is is when they don't rely on you for food. That same price says that if you chovel your own katana uh, daughter, your potter, and if other people damage her, they have to pay you. But but if, if, we're talk, if that old Bryce is talking about a, a, a child who's independent and doesn't rely on you for food, why is all the money going to the father? The girl needs to eat. So says my Philem and the Amar. Even according to the opinion that that a master could say to his servant, "I want you to work for me, and I'm not going to support you at all." That's why in Evakanani, where the master could say, "Work for me all day at night, you'll get a night job, and you'll figure out how to support yourself," and then you could eat. But where you have to take very good care of him, lo, you're not allowed to tell him, "I'm not going to feed you." So Kolshkebito. For sure, you're not allowed to tell your daughter, I'm not going to feed you. And therefore, it doesn't make any sense that the father should get all the payments when the girl is working for herself. So the Gemara answers, Over here also, this halacha that Chavol Bebito HaKatana is pater when she's, when she's not dependent on him is only for the extra money beyond what she needs for her mizonos. But obviously what she needs for her mizonos, that she, she in fact gets herself. 
So b'mayu kimtul basraisa, the second brisa that said that uh, that that that, uh, that that you don't pay the kids is b'smuchan al shulchana. That's talking about where the kids are dependent on you, so you don't have to pay them. So gedolim yitin lehem miyad. If there were gedolim, you'd pay miyad katanim yaslem segula, and katanim you'd make a segula. Amai laviyim by lemisfei. We're talking about kids who are dependent on the father. Shouldn't everything go to the father? So the Gemara answers Amri kika kapid b'midi dekachaser b'midi dasel ramla lo kapid. A father's be Makbid and something that he would lose out from. Uh, like if someone is Chovla and his children, so he's, so he's going to lose out on uh, whatever work they'd be able to do. But something that's just a Revach that comes from somewhere else, meaning, I'm sorry, if he's Chovla and his own children, he would have to pay. So it's out of pocket that he's Makbid about. He doesn't want to have to pay. Other people are Chovla and his children. That comes from, the, from nowhere. That, uh, that's not something he's going to be Makbid about. That's not an expectation of keeping his own money. So says Gemara Vamitzia to me, Almakasi, Livukakapid. What about we assume a father is machbid, even though it just comes from out of nowhere. He's going to be machbid that the, ch- the children should give to him anything that they didn't have to work for or suffer for, like a metziah. But a chavala, which both they suffered for physically, and it's not something that was coming to him, it just came out of nowhere, low kapit. He's not going to be makpit about. But by the first b'risa, where other people are chavol, the young girl, where, where you have both of these requirements, she had tsar, and it comes out of nowhere. Apparently he's makpit about it. Over there we must be talking about a guy who's not such a nice guy. Why is his daughter not dependent on him for Food. He's obviously the kind of guy that's makbid. So something that comes me'alma, he's going to be makbid about. But in the other b'risa, where he's by nature not a kaptan, because he supports his kids, he's only going to be makbid on something that he actually loses out from. But something that's asimialma, he's not going to be makbid about. Okay, Bezashem will pick up from my school tomorrow.